What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the MCU Reviewed here on the Geekiverse station. We've got uh, the video on YouTube, the podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts. It's an exciting episode, as always, right? Uh, today, we are talking about the Black Panther. Now, guys, I can't believe that we've made it this far. And no, I'm not talking 18 movies into the MCU. I'm talking about this far into the episode without my computer crashing. This is good stuff. <laughs> so uh, I'm Josiah Leroy, as always, with me. Yeah. Baba Yaga, John Fick. John, how are you, my friend? I am very happy to be here talking about the MCU once again with you guys. Same, same, same. JT, how are you tonight? Uh, excited for one of my favorite movies in the MCU. I'm good. I'm chilling. I'm happy. I just love being around my boys. Joe, John, <laughs> hi. Just got you smiling like that. I just uh, like yeah. you guys. <laughs> the feeling is mutual i uh i'm excited to, to be doing this with you guys as always um man black panther we're gonna talk about a lot of stuff here uh in the next however many minutes to an hour uh you know as we always gush about marvel but lots to to get to whether it's the the initial viewing for the movie that we all witnessed uh, the first time we saw that trailer, we're going to talk box office numbers. I've got some notes on it. And of course, towards the end of the episode, we are going to rank the MCU movies to date, what we've seen so far. And we're going to tell you where we think Black Panther falls on that list. Very excited to see that. Um, I'm pretty confident uh, that, that it'll get up there. So time will tell. Stick with us throughout the episode. As always, the the, the show here is presented by Fantastic. That's F-A-N-T-E-E-S. T-I-C. Wow, almost butchered that. Uh, that is a, a division of 26 shirts. Uh, if you don't know 26 shirts, go to 26shirts.com slash fantastic. What they do, uh, they sell t-shirts, but what they really do is they raise money to those in need. Uh, they, they give it to, to families, to charities, to individuals who are, are having a tough time. To date, they have raised over $1.2 million uh, that has gone directly to these families, these individuals, these charities kind of amazing and it's awesome to see as we get down every few episodes just that number increases uh they've got a lot of pop culture designs if you are from western new york like we are and love the buffalo bills you're going to want to go check out no shortage of incredible bills mafia apparel again that's 26shirts.com and 26shirts.com slash fantastic all right fellas black panther uh, right in the middle of a hot streak of MCU movies with Thor Ragnarok right before it. We have uh, Avengers Infinity War on deck here. Lots of stuff right in the middle. Could have been overshadowed really easily. That is not the case. Black Panther is a standout movie and in my opinion, one of the best origin stories or we'll say first stories for a standalone character in the entire MCU. John, why don't we go to you first on just your kind of one-on-one thoughts? Yeah, Black Panther's rad, man. Um, I, I think when this movie came out, expectations were super, super high just because of the, the marketing and the cast and the trailers and stuff like that. Um, and because of what we saw from that character in Civil War. And it's it's one of those where, I mean, we're on a streak where Marvel just met and exceeded expectations film after film. It is it is such a good movie. Like you said, very much one of the best origin stories. It sets up not only Black Panther, the characters around him, but Wakanda as a, as a new place and a, and a character. It, it's really good. Um I will say that when I came out of that movie, we'll talk about like our first viewing experience. I, I, I thought it was like my favorite MCU movie, period. Even, you know, we're talking post Thor Ragnarok and, you know, Guardians and Homecoming. Obviously, we haven't gotten to some of the, the big, big ones yet, but I had it up there as number one. And I will say the more I watch it, the more I come down on it a little bit. It's still incredible. I still love the movie, but there it doesn't sit with me as, as high as it did the first time I saw it. Um, and I noticed that most this this rewatch I just did the other night. I was watching it and I'm like, this movie's incredible. I love everything about it, but man, just thinking back about the the, the list that we made when we 17, 18 weeks into this, a lot, a lot of a lot of stiff competition. So we'll get to that ranking. For sure, a lot of stiff competition. And uh, what's funny is I think that my ranking or viewing on it has gone up over time. Interesting. Um, not that the needle has moved a lot. Uh, Same but here. I think in... <sighs> I don't know if you guys feel the same way, or at least John, but I sometimes I think people hold this movie to a standard almost like I look at Winter Soldier, where I'm like, yeah, I enjoy it. It's a good movie. But like people sometimes will have Winter Soldier top of the top, right? And some I think some people would have this high on, on that list as well. Um, and I, not to disparage any of that, by the way, it's just it, it may not be... 
we'll save it for the rankings. Right. Like JT. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> no. Uh, so I first say kind of what John was saying is more so just the pressure that they had coming off of all these great movies. Us already putting Ragnarok at one kind of foreshadowing in a way, but like to to do be so successful and have such a good movie after that pressure. I mean, the hype was insane. I specifically myself, like I knew how hyped it was for this. I thought it was going to be great a lot because of civil war and, and how the characters portrayed in the first place. Um, but to really be successful and that pressure elevates it that much more for me. So like, I think I'm in between the both of you, maybe more towards Josiah and that I, I still see it as every time I watch it, it gets better. Right. And, and just because knowing, you know, if any war is up like right there, everybody knows if any war is coming and for this movie to be so good uh, before that comes, I mean, you got to give the credit. Yeah, I think you're you're absolutely right. I mean, I don't want to sound like I'm down in the movie by saying that I I the more I watch it, the more I don't like it. That that that's true. But like we're talking about on such a grand scale, I was saying I, when I came out of this film was my absolute favorite. I think what it, I think what it is is the story is so good, and there are so many twists and turns and like suspenseful moments with the characters and and plot twists that once that once you've experienced that you've experienced that, and like I was so high on that after seeing it. You know, you, you rewatch that stuff, you know what's happening. So maybe it's just a product of that. One thing I will say is that this is one of the best standalone movies, period, that, that the MCU has done. It's just, like, you can tell they, did, they they made more than a superhero movie here, and they made more than an MCU movie. There's so much, like, attention to detail when it comes to culture. Like, the, the, the all the all African-American black cast, like, it's it's just, it's so well done. The music... The, the set pieces, like you can tell they were really trying to make something different and something special here. And on that, they just crush it on all fronts. Yeah. Even to bring it in the com the certain com- comedic moments and it just felt into that culture. Right. And it, it was, I know seeing a lot in like social media or just on the, on the news and stuff when it first came out, like it was the first representation for the black community. Right. It was the first, you know, we had Falcon as a hero in the MCU already, but this is like, this is, the movie for for that that culture and it, it was just awesome to see and i loved it yeah i think jt it's a really good point that it stands out uh or it stands strong when you even throw it in the middle of all those movies whether it's ragnarok or infinity war and that's saying a lot right like to to be able to bridge that gap and and really be something special um obviously really unfortunate that we we lost chadwick boseman so early uh, i was really excited to see what he was going to do with this character moving forward i felt like he was just scratching the surface uh, from the moment we saw him in Civil War, I was I was so enamored and, and interested and ready to to learn about his character and Wakanda and everything that was going to be going on in Black Panther as as we move forward. Um, you know, obviously next year we're we're still scheduled to get Black Panther two, Wakanda Forever, but we're we're not going to have Chadwick, so it's a little bit sad, of, of course, to to see someone go early in general, um, selfishly, superficially. As a movie fan in one of the MCU, I, like I said, I would love to have seen what he was going to do with this character, um, you know, in the foreseeable future. Uh, box office. So this one was quite incredible. Just, I mean, so domestic. This did over seven hundred million. International six forty six for a combined one point three million and a billion and change. Uh, th- that's a lot. I granted there was a streak, right? Like these Marvel movies started cranking. That is really, really impressive. That's that's going to hold up as that, that's never going to go away. You can't take that away from from Black Panther. One point three billion. So, uh, kind of kind of amazing to see. I and I love to see those numbers as we we kind of go back and think pre pandemic what some of that looked like and the bonkers off the wall numbers we were seeing on these. I mean, you know, not sure if we'll we'll ever see those again, but man, John, one point three billion dollars. Yeah, it's nuts. I, just like your last sentiment, I'm really curious to to know if we'll ever get back to numbers like that in in this new new world we live in. Very curious. Yeah, and and not even necessarily people getting back to theaters, but how we track them, how we sell movies. Right? Do we do a, an at home and uh, an in theater release? Is it only at home? Like, I think that dynamic is always going to be changing as we move forward i don't think it's one rule kind of moving forward like it it was you know you have your phase it's in theaters it gets to a home box office after you can sell so many 4k or blu-ray copies then you get it to like a disney plus those days are are over so be interesting to see where that goes 
Now, do you guys remember your your first experience with this movie in in theaters? For me, I'll I'll kind of start. Um, what's weird is I saw this at Flix in uh, in Lancaster, and typically always always going to Regal or AMC. Just happened to be we I saw it with a, a few people in the Geekiverse, and they were going out that way, and we wanted to get together, so that's where I ended up seeing it. Uh, but this came out in uh, in early 2018. Um, I just remember being really excited for it as, as usual. The the energy in the theater was awesome, and then as the movie was ending, I kind of felt like, okay, now I am all in and ready to go on Infinity War. Like that was it. This was the last event before that movie, um, and it, it's kind of started my uh, my anticipation, I guess, as as we're getting to Infinity War just uh, a few months later. So I don't know if either of you want to go next, but do you remember anything from that first theater experience? Yeah. So I, this is just funny. So I remember this specifically. My, uh, it was not opening night. So I, I did the next day for that Friday. And I remember texting my little brother. For some reason, my older brother, because I like the, my Marvel crew I watched the movies with. I just remember uh, my older brother couldn't. But I couldn't wait to watch it because, like, I was so hyped for this movie. Like everybody else in the world probably was. And I remember texting my little brother, like, "You're going at twelve fifteen. I don't care." Like, I took him out of high school. Like, I literally picked him <laughs> up and said, "You have, you have family emergency. We're going to watch this." So uh, we went, you know, went and watched it, and uh, and out, we walked out in awe. Like my my little brother is very, very, very critical of movies. Like he looks at the in depthness of all the things you can think of when it comes to movie making, and he even walked out like, "Wow, that was like." great so it just give him a little credit for his you know his criticisms but um yeah no it, it was just I, I was in awe like i literally walked out the theater i'm just like that that is kind of what john said probably the best movie i watched so far in the mcu yeah uh yeah. my 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 first viewing very similar like i like i talked about earlier reaction at least um i went with my huge crew i was working at apple at the time so a bunch of us nerds were all you know the second ticket draft. we all made sure we basically bought out two rows so we went that that thursday night before i think we went at like six or seven one of the first showings it was at the mall because i know i just got off work and just you know sprinted down there to make sure i got there in time um but i just remember all of us walking out and specifically me and my buddy sam were walking back to our car and we're like man they did it. That is maybe the best movie in the MCU. Like they just crushed it on all fronts. It was so, so good. And I, I think I went back and saw it the following weekend with my, my now wife, then girlfriend at the time. Um, yeah, it's so good. Yeah. Uh, no doubt about it. I think very similar experience for all of us there. And I mean, man, that was the heyday of fun when it came to the next big release, right? You know, you had your, your crew there and just, man, exciting times you always felt that energy in the room and i think that theater experience is so important to to films like this no doubt uh boys do we want to queue up the trailer yeah we can do that all right so if uh, if you are listening to the podcast version uh, you're going to hear the trailer uh afterwards we're, we're going to talk about it obviously if you are watching on youtube or the website at the uh, you'll be able to kind of watch the trailer with us right. john i will pass it over to you oh i think we lost john oh wow he came back instantly at least his face is back. <laughs> is he fully back? There he is. Look at that, John. Oh, there he is. All right. You just keep, oh my God. He just cle- keeps hanging up the call. He's sick of this. <laughs> so third time. Uh, I'm like Joe 2.0, 3.0 out here. You're, you're like misclicking. My, my system just dies on me. Yeah, well, I just feel like you because I just keep leaving. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my choice. Uh, oh, my God. MC review tab. Got it. All right. You guys both have it up. All right, go ahead and play. I have seen gods fly. I've seen men build weapons that I couldn't even imagine. Uh Uh-huh. I've seen aliens drop from the sky. Yeah. But I have never seen anything like this. How much more are you hiding? Hold up. Let's go, go, go. My son, it is your time. Show me my respect and bow down. You get to decide what kind of king you are going to be. Don't freeze. I never freeze. 
I know I've said it before, and I forget what it was. Maybe it was Guardians, but I think that's the best trailer in the MCU so far. That I, would, I, re- I remember how hyped up I got when I first saw that. It did such a good job at capturing what this movie was about to be. It, so good. The style, the humor, like that awe of Wakanda. So, so good. I'm going to say this right now. That's the coolest trailer that we've seen to date for the MCU. And... Um, Black Panther is the, the coolest of the superheroes and we've got a lot of cool ones in there yeah, um, no so I think um, I think that trailer does really encapsulate what we were going to see um, shows a lot but it doesn't give away a lot right. uh, in my opinion either it, it pieces together so many different scenarios from the movie I mean and my gosh I, I'm going to talk about it later the soundtrack to this movie is phenomenal like a huge fan it is probably the only it's it's rare that I listen to a movie soundtrack. That's one that I've got ready to go just about at all times. I'm it's just awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm in the same boat where like movie soundtracks are not something I keep like on my Apple Music library, but I have Black Panther there and I just I put that thing on shuffle all the time. It's so good. Dude, I had it for a few years back. Our Nickel City Con Geekiverse was a sponsor of that. Um, I had it on our playlist. Like That's what played every morning at our booth bar none it was like well if, if you guys are over here this is what we're listening to yeah, it's, like, it's, it's the best it's black panther and spider-verse that's it for me <laughs> ah yeah absolutely i could see that i i just finished watching this and because of that trailer i'm going to watch it again tomorrow <laughs> like i dude i i i literally I, dude, my hairs are standing up yeah that is so dope that so is good that is hands down i don't think anybody maybe black panther 2 any trailer <laughs> will ever supersede that ever yeah ever. Was, super cool no chance it's just, yeah, it's great. And I love uh, the essence it, it captures there. You've got some action sequences, just just a little bit of humor, just enough you know, to keep that, that MCU flavor going. And um, man, if it didn't pique your interest after that, I'm not, I'm not sure really what would. I was, because we, we all know with the, like one of the Fantastic Four tries with Michael B. Jordan in it, um, I was skeptical about him being in the MCU at first. I remember specifically saying he's going to kill this role when I saw the little small little part he had in the trailer. Yeah, and I'm no spoiler head for for picks, but oh my I mean, god, come on! There's there's no spoilers. Oh. Killmonger is is, <laughs> the, is the best. He's the best villain of the MCU. I mean, your only arguments, oh. Thanos. Your only arguments, yeah. Thanos. Come on, Killmonger mm-hmm. is freaking perfect. Yeah. I think this took Michael B. Jordan to a, a new level. Um, I mean, he oh, was already a, god, a yeah. with name. Yes, like, yep. but this this. This was nail in the coffin for me with him. Right. I, he, was, he was magnificent. Um, just on, he was raw. I think that's the best best word to to describe him yeah. in, in this role. Um, before we get to favorite non-title character, which there's gonna there's a lot to choose from. Like, not gonna have a problem selecting a handful. Uh, how many times you, you guys think you've seen this movie? Granted, we're we're getting closer, right? We're closer to the end of the MCU. So it's not like I go back to Iron Man 1 and I feel like I've seen it like 15 times, right? Because I do right. all these rewatches. This one just came out three years ago, three and a half years ago. So, I mean, how, how many times do you think you've seen it? Uh, probably six to seven. Yeah, if I'm, if I'm kind of just mapping out in my head, I think six to seven feels about right. I saw it twice in theaters. 
I know I've watched it uh, in the lead up to Infinity War and Endgame, um, and, I, and I've, I've just tossed it out a few a few times here or there. So that probably feels right, six or seven. JT, uh, anywhere from nine to twelve. I've def- it's one of the ones I don't decide to watch too. Like, yeah. it's just so good. This is one I've always got to sit down to watch. I know we've talked about maybe movies we can have in the background versus focused. Like this is one I've right. got to sit and watch for a number of reasons. Um, one of which is the visuals. So, uh, John, you're very excited about this. This time I watched this for this rewatch is the first time I watched it in 4k. Ooh, that HDR, <laughs> dude, the HDR in this movie is so, so good. Man, um, they nailed it. They did. They just, the, the colors, the, just the, the overall vibe style and design of the, of the set pieces in Wakanda, the, the characters outfits, everything like that. Super, super stylish. Uh, but you did say visuals. I have a huge gripe with the CGI in the final fight of this movie. Does that, does that bother anybody else? I, when the two, when when Black Panther and Killmonger both in their suits are fighting in that low lit basement with the you know with the, the train the freight car coming through, it looks like legitimately bad to me. Every time I watch it, I'm like, why do they do this in low light? CG doesn't work good without natural light, and this is all CG. It's just like two pieces of rubber fighting each other. That's like my biggest gripe about the movie in general, um, and it's not a huge one, but it's just a decision they made, and it does stand out to me. Might so, have been a running out of budget situation. I don't know. <laughs> I can't imagine. It's this. It's John, I do agree with that. Particularly, one thing that always catches my eye is when they're falling. Yes. Very they much look so. like they all of a sudden can fly because they can push off the air. Yes. Which just, it, it doesn't right. look like they're meant to. It looks like it's bad. It's weird. I, 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 have, a, I have an eye for that. Like I'm a stickler for CGI. And not like in the way that it's going to make, make or break a movie. It's just that I, I appreciate when it's good and it stands out to me when it's not. And it, that just specifically that scene, it's very, very good throughout the rest of the movie. It's just bad in that one. So how about visuals in the context of like when they first come into Wakanda? or chills um how about the car chase sequence i love the purple theme that yeah. is constant in this movie right because it's it's part of the color palette so you see that a lot and i i think they really do that in a nice way as is most of the mcu does like there's there's some outliers where it's like mm, okay a little too much or not enough this one does a good job with sticking to that where it's got those dark tones with how the black and, and purple mesh especially in that chase sequence like I always think back to that. Um, Agreed for sure. That sequence in general is just so much fun. It's great, and and even the the things like when Shuri's driving the essentially virtually the car, right? Like that that looks really good. It, it could look really bad. Um, one of my notes touches on one thing here that they. I mean, they did a few things, but one thing that stood out to me that they did better than Star Wars did, uh, which we'll get into. Um, what about all right? Let's let's do this. And I'm not I'm not gonna go first. Favorite? I know sometimes we we no. Jump. <laughs> it's not fair. <laughs> all right, rock paper scissors right now. <laughs> no, go ahead, John. Talk about him. Gas him up. Gas him up. Gas him up. Non-title character. You can even John. You might just have to double down on it because I might not even say everything needs to be said. But right. Killmonger, hands yeah. down, like John said a little earlier, is the best villain in the mcu to date i don't even think danos is up there in my opinion Ooh, I, crazy i have killmonger at number one um well you know like tech if you want to call it tight so i do see him as sort of an anti-hero as well because of how in-depth he is as a character no doubt um and you know for, like i will say this killmonger's re- uh, reasoning for doing what he did made sense like he saw a lot of underprivileged people in the world that needed to not longer be that right and uh and he stepped up for it. he just did it in a maniacal kind of villain way right uh, in a, in a captain so, which, genocide kind of way right yeah right, yeah literally what if right uh so for sure an anti-hero more than anything probably um but he he was just so impactful michael b jordan killed the role in every way you can possibly think of um i again back to goosebumps like just every scene you you could almost like like Michael B was actually going through it in real life. Like he he had just poured all his emotion into it. Um, I I felt what he felt. I I agreed with what he said. I just didn't agree with the the genocidal stuff. I guess, but um, you know, no question, top three favorite character for me, and easily my, my favorite villain. Yeah, definitely top top tier villain, no doubt. Um, 
he would not be my character, but I'm I'm gonna go to John next. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Shuri then. If if you're gonna take uh, Killmonger, oh my goodness, I didn't think you would. All right, <laughs> I, I love Shuri. I, I, I need to figure this out. Uh oh, yeah, I, that was that, that was my backup. If I didn't get to go first, because I knew that uh, Killmonger was gonna be off the table. But I think Shuri is like the not not just like great comedic relief, which she is, but she's just she she sets the she sets the the family dynamic so well with uh, with T'Challa and and all of the Wakandans. Um, I don't know. She's such, such a cool character. Super funny. I love how she is like the, the, the who is it? Is it um, Killmonger who says it like the, you've trusted the fate of this technology to a young girl. And like, yeah, she is super young, but she's crushing it. She's like a genius. Um, yeah. She's super charming. She's super funny. She's my clear number two. If I can't have Killmonger. <laughs> well, she was my clear number one. So, um, yeah, she is awesome, and it's funny because I didn't resonate. Like her character doesn't resonate resonate with me the first time I saw this for whatever reason. I kind of was like, "All right, she's a punk. She's not that funny." But the more I've watched this, the more I'm like, "Oh my gosh, I love her." Yeah. Um, and I kind of hope that she takes front and center when we get to Black Panther two. I, I, you know, I, I'm sure it'll be a little bit ensemble, but like if you could pinpoint one central character, like I'd love for it to be her. Yeah, I agree. Um, and just her performance is so good. Um, and they really did a nice job in figuring out the sibling dynamic where in a, I think a lot of times in movies, there's not that like, there's not that playfulness that feels real. And they felt like they were really siblings in a Royal setting. Right. Like they, the way they joked around and she picked on him and vice versa. And what like, are those? Ah, I love that. <laughs> one of my favorite moments ever. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. She's she's great on so many levels. All about her, but alas, I have to pick a character. Um, I uh, maybe not as front and center as, as we would think, but I like Mbaku a lot. Yeah, Mbaku's uh, awesome. He's a he's actually really to me a, a relatively deep character where he's made out to be a jerk at first. You don't know what's going on. You don't know if he's going to st- land on your side at the end of the day. But those thoughts are quelled as we get towards the the. Uh, middle to to latter half of the movie and what he does he 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 could have screwed over t'challa and and just let him die but like his people go and save him like that shows okay deep down he's really a, a good guy um and then we see him spill into infinity war and he's on the front line right there right with okoye and um t'challa so i've also i also liked his humor because he's such a tough rough guy you're like oh my gosh i would not want to like run into him if he was in a bad mood right. but then he pulls that humor and that's it kind of makes it a little bit funnier because you wouldn't expect it from someone like him so uh no shortage of characters that you could choose um my gosh you got the any of the door Milaj, you've got okoye uh you've got t'challa's mother why can i re- not remember his girlfriend's name oh, this I can't is terrible either. um anyway it's it's quite the ensemble and they all get their fair share of time right the mcu does a nice job with balance with these so uh this is no exception to to that um all right i like i like that i like how we we kind of each took each other's like we had to like slide down the the ladder there a little bit (laughs) right it's what it is i i set myself up i rolled the dice and confidently thought i could go third but you know sometimes i'm not the the brightest guy is what it is so um Oh, I think, yeah. Do you guys mind if I jump? I don't have nearly as many notes as I usually do, which yeah. is everyone's probably like, thank you. Um, <laughs> so what I've got in terms of just my little bullet points throughout the movie, um, sometimes it's specific. Sometimes it's just a general thought. First off general thought. Um, this is unlike any other MCU movie. Like this really felt fresh. It was unique. It brought in a, a character that we all wanted to know so much more about as we saw him in Captain America Civil War. And it felt like just a beautiful new chapter in this entire saga while not distancing itself from that main Infinity Saga line. Um, when I think back to Civil War, I think about Spider-Man jumping in and Black Panther and how exciting that was. I can honestly say I was just excited for Black Panther as I was for Spider-Man, which is saying a lot. Spider-Man is creme de la creme. He's the top of the top when it comes to Marvel, right? He's the most popular superhero. Black Panther, I was like, oh my gosh. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm super excited for, for Tom Holland. 
but now I want to see where this guy goes. I want to find out a little bit of, uh, about Wakanda, about that family dynamic. Like, could not wait for that movie after that. And, uh, you know, we get two years later after Civil War, and it was a beautiful thing. Absolute banger. Uh, speaking of bangers, soundtrack. We talked about it. The soundtrack is gold. Not just the the soundtrack that you can listen to where it's uh, music written for the movie, but the musical score itself, all these little musical cues. So I find it amazing. Like the smallest little cue shows up in movies down the road and you know exactly where we're going next. Yeah. I don't know how to describe what that sound is, but you like everybody who's listening to this knows exactly what we're talking about. That is like the, the most well done piece of music in the MCU. It it is so perfect and it's used so, so perfectly in this movie so many times in different types of moments. Like when someone just shows up and you don't expect them to, there's that little, that little tremble, but then it's also like stretched out into a full, full score, which is really, really good too. It's, it's perfect. I think of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, right? Oh, like halfway yeah. through that series, all of a sudden you're like, "Yep, who's going to be standing there?" Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. they're from Wakanda. You just don't know who. Or, mm-hmm. um, as we get into Infinity War in the middle of the, or kind of the beginning of the movie ish, first act, you you get that little cue and you're like, "Oh my gosh, we're going to Wakanda!" Like yep. that is brilliant to be able to associate the the audio there with where you think you're going next or where you know you're going next is a beautiful, beautiful thing. And they nailed it with that. I mean, like we talked about earlier, the soundtrack itself, uh, where we had the, you know, the actual rap music, a lot of it not used in the movie, but more to celebrate the movie, man, just killer. Oh, uh, I I have one random thing before I forget about it. This kind of can just slide into your notes. Um, did did you watch the movie on your, your 4k Blu-ray? Did you watch the disc? Yes. The, I don't know if you've watched it on Disney Plus yet. Um, the opening Marvel scroll is all T'Challa and Chadwick Boseman stuff. It's really, really cool. I don't know if it was like purple tinted when the movie first came out because that would make sense, but it was it was in this and it's just all Chadwick Boseman and T'Challa stuff and it's it's awesome. It's just like <sighs> they start the movie and all of a sudden I have a freaking tear in my eye. It de- yeah, it's, it's awesome. Like when they did the Stanley stuff? Yes. Right. Like, oh, dude, yeah, so, that's awesome. So they replaced that. So it's, it's worth it's worth firing up real quick on Disney Plus just to see that new version. Most of the movies that we've watched, I've I've watched on uh, Disney Plus, but this one I had the 4K disc for, so I, I jumped in there. Got, yeah. You know, Doesn't get any better. In the, exactly. So that's an awesome little Easter egg that I did not know. Um, also, uh, next bullet point for me. I say this is an origin story. It's really not, but it, it it's is done. It's done in the MCU way where they figured it out, right? Like I think I hate to always go back to this. I think in DC, like how many times do we need to see Batman's origin story? It's fine, whatever. We get uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming. That is like an origin. It's it's not really, but it's our our first exposure really to him getting his his full story but we didn't have to go back and see how he got there again um it was the same with with this to me like we we got those seeds we got a really big life event in civil war that affected t'challa but they do that over and over even without getting into spoiler territory shang shang chi like we we just did it again it's amazing they're so good at that and i feel like you know origin stories when you go back to the roots in the beginning it's not necessarily a waste of time but when you do that, especially in the middle of a, a huge saga with a continuing storyline in a universe, it, it kills momentum or it, it can at least dampen it. Here, not the case at all. They, they found the formula to introducing superheroes without dragging anything down or slowing the momentum. I mean, do you guys agree or no? Absolutely. I think that's a good point. They're, they, they're not necessarily all origin stories. This wasn't Black Panther's origin story. It wasn't Spider-Man's origin story. They're introduction stories. It's, it's our introduction to that character in the MCU. And you're right. They found such a good way to do that without having to give us the origin story, like actual origin of how, you know, they got their powers and X, Y, Z. I think they just found a good balance of giving them that platform and not having to just, like you said, kind of just go back to, I mean, but they did some, you know, it was honestly, in my opinion, more so a, a Killmonger origin story, right? Like, right. why was he who he was? Mm-hmm. Uh, and just, you know, to see the the 90s Black Panther and the 90s uh, Wakandans, that was really cool to see too. So they found a way to keep us interested with the backstory stuff and not just have it be dead, right? At the same time, we're looking at it like, oh, okay, this is this is Chachaka. Like, you know what I mean? Like, this is Killmonger's dad. I can't remember Killmonger's dad's name at the time, but, or right now, but 
um, that was that was really cool to see too. Heartbreaking story, right? Like family pitted against family just because they it it was what they had to do, right? They believed it was their duty, um, and they they swore their allegiance to Wakanda. Um, doesn't make it any any less tragic what what happens there. And I mean, the best kind of villains that you see in movies are the ones that you can really sympathize with, and Killmonger's really easy one to to sympathize with. Uh, one thing I did skip before, uh, which we can get into now, is, is that moment. So we always talk about that moment of the movie, whether it was a quote, uh, a funny sequence, anything that kind of stuck out to you. I, I've got a a handful, but I'm I'm just going to narrow it down to one. Um, the the ritual combat scene is the first one it, it, with Mbaku. Yeah, Mbaku that yeah. is is just wonderfully done, though. The, everybody standing basically on the side of the cliff is is some of the best like some of my favorite scenery in terms of images we've seen it in, in movies in general let alone the mcu uh we talked about the flip-flops already that's hysterical um we talked oh we didn't talk about this the the kinetic redistribution oh so, so cool. shuri basically like setting him up to to fail and then him being just panicking and being like delete that footage <laughs> like that's hysterical to me especially now knowing that I just I can't not laugh at it. It's hysterical. Um, but if if there's one moment for me, it'd be the the advice that T'Challa gets from his dad T'Chaka. Um, two lines stuck out. He says, "Surround yourself with people you trust." Talking about him being a king, and I think that's that's a really good line for all of us. Whether it's our day to day, our family, our jobs, school, uh, you you really should surround your, yourself with people that are going to set you up for success. Uh, but I, I've definitely learned that over the years. Sometimes I've gotten in front of it, and sometimes I had to learn that the hard way. Um, secondly, he said it's hard for a good man to be a good king, and I'm like, that gives me goosebumps every time. Right? Yeah, I can imagine that is uh, what a burden, right? Like to to be placed in such a, a position to to lead and serve, and to to say that you you can't be both. It's part of why I love to T'Challa as a character because I think he proves that you can be a good man and a good king, but it's, it's really difficult. So that, that dialogue there is my favorite moment from the entire movie in, in a movie full of them. So did either of you guys have a moment that stood yeah. out that you want to talk? JT? So it kind of piggybacks off of that with you. Um, T'Challa didn't just get there with what his father said, right? He got that. He got there with what Killmonger did and a lot of the things Killmonger said. So Killmonger kind of opened T'Challa's eyes to see there's things in the world going on outside of Wakanda that you could help, right? Uh, where Killmonger wanted to do it in the villain way, T'Challa, eventually we see at the end of the movie that he does it the right way, right? Mm-hmm. And my my favorite scene uh, was the end scene uh, when they after after their fight in the, the sunset scene. And uh, Killmonger says, Bear, I wrote it down, the quote, bury me in the ocean with my ancestors to jump from the ships because they knew death was better than bondage. Um, so that, that in itself, I'm, I'm like, damn, like as soon as you said that in theaters, I'm just jaw dropped. And every time I hear it, same thing. Mm-hmm. And you know, I think for T'Challa, just seeing his death, which there's an argument as to whether he's actually dead. I, I dig too far into theories in, in Marvel, but either way, um, that impacted him so well, so much, right? Like he, he decided at that point, the good man is going to be the good king and vice versa. And I'm going to make an impact on the world. And we see it right away, right? He, he goes to, to Compton where, where Killmonger used to live. And, and all because of the, the lessons he learned, it wasn't just from dad. It, it was from the sister. It was from the mom. It was from Killmonger. Um, and I think Killmonger was the catalyst to make T'Challa do the right thing. And it like, uh, God, Chadwick just played the role so well. And, you know, we all miss him. And, um, I thank him for for suffering almost right to do all the to, to do the roles he did for us for all these movies, and uh, and and not ever complain from what we can see right he still did the movies so uh, just just a great a great message for for everybody not just for that culture it's for all cultures and you know help your neighbor help the person next to you yeah man it's an absolutely beautiful sequence and whether it's from the sentiment standpoint of what. Uh, T'Challa is trying to do like he's allowing his his cousin to to see that right. He never saw a sunset, and his dad told him about it. Um, instead of just letting him die where they were, and even to the point of saying we can heal you, right? Like we we can find a way. Uh, and then even visually, 
Like it's just beautiful. It is a beautiful, beautiful sequence for a number of reasons. So uh, JT, that's that's a really good pick. John, what what do you got? How am I supposed to? How am I supposed to come back from that? You guys got these like incre- incredible, heartfelt messages. I just got uh, the, the the cool looking stuff. I was gonna go with something way way <laughs> less cool than that. I don't know, man. I'm, I don't. I, th- I don't think I want to do one now. I think I want to just. Uh, you have on. to. It's a rule. It's the rule. All right. Uh, so the one I have in mind is just. It's not even a scene. It's literally just one shot. So the the throne room scene when Killmonger is walking to the throne and the camera's upside down and it just That's... it just slowly twists and distorts and the music is so perfect like just signaling his transition to his very short but his very real rule of wakanda that that's just one of those scenes and one of those shots that always sticks with me and again i don't have a a emotional message to go with like you guys do but it looks really cool (laughs) dude stop it that is really cool trust me i'd bust your balls if it wasn't Uh, so it's symbolic too right though because what's down is now up right right like there's there's something there other than it there. just looking really cool that oh man gosh when that when that drum beat hits oh, i good call man i think you did a great job following thank you us up there. I think, it might be my favorite one shot in in the mcu not to not to be confused with marvel one shots but it might be like the <laughs> the best one shot in in the, in the mcu i don't remember the killmonger 180 yeah, <laughs> um good stuff so Man, I mean, I think we could both list uh, a bunch of things there. But uh, last last few notes that I have, I, I maybe want to, you know, I don't know if you guys have more to say on this, but talk about the, the casino scene. Um, it The more I've watched this movie, so like it hit me the other day, this feels like a video game. Like feels think like, about it. Feels the like Uncharted. Game, yeah, it's 100%. You go in and they're setting up like, or even like I'm thinking of like Ghost of Tsushima. Where right. they're like, okay, here's five different tactical approaches we could take. That's what they're doing the whole time. They're setting up, okay, there's an American over there. Yeah. Here's so and so. And like it just it's amazing. Or maybe like an Arkham game, like, all right, you gotta get to the top here. You, you cannot be noticed. You cannot be had. Like I just it, 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 I say Uncharted because in Uncharted Four, there's a scene that is like almost identical yeah. to it. It's yeah. that that auction scene sure. with with Nate and Sully and uh his brother, I forget his name, Sam. Um, it's just like every time I either watch that scene or see or play that part of the game, I think of the other one. They're so similar, and I just, I, yeah, I just love it. That's probably what triggered that for me. Yep. Um, can't wait to see that on PS5. By the way, Ooh, maybe Uncharted Four. It's going to be beautiful. Already is. Um, I already talked about this. I think it's the best color palette in the MCU, especially with that that purplish hue in in a lot of sequences and, throughout the movie. You know, you could almost just say that in passing, but there's a lot to choose from now. I mean, that's not the first time we've had that conversation when we've got movies like Guardians mm-hmm. of the Galaxy and Thor Ragnarok. Now, when it comes to color palette, like they really mm-hmm. have done a good job at establishing color in these films, and I think those are your three standouts at at least at this point, or even period, Guardians, Ragnarok, and Black Panther. But yeah, I think I it might agree. be with you. It might be with you, and this is the the coolest one. Yeah, cool, coolest for sure, for me at least. Um, I love the irony of the one-on-one scene with Claw and Ross, if for no other reason that we've got a few Hobbit alumni in there. Uh, you know, very prominent characters, if you recall from a few years back with Andy Serkis and uh, Martin Freeman. Yep. So those two have a nice chemistry, of course. Um, okay, the, the, the little Star Wars thing that I mentioned earlier. So Black Panther does this cooler. Cooler, if not better, also. Um holograms so when they're they're talking to people like anytime like a new character gets a hologram in star wars so like i think about like rogue one um and you had galen or so i'm like oh my gosh that's mads mickelson in hologram form that's really cool like i would love to have a version of myself just to like put (laughs) out a desk like that'd be sweet uh this looks really cool doesn't look fake it is re- i i don't know john maybe i'm wrong but to me it looks like really good cg agreed and it's like it's super it's like hyper stylized and it matches wakanda so well it is it looks good it's crisp it almost like pops out like 3d right. on, on your tv it's just that was the one thing that i was like you know what it's cool that like star wars is they may have done it better because or cooler so that that's where i went with that um last thing i had is mbaku laughing at his own joke so we get uh, shortly after uh, T'Challa's family arrives to his throne, which, by the way, that is a really cool setup. He's like on the side of the mountain with just 
I, I don't know that, that where his oh, throne is the, looks the, awesome. the Jabari tribe. Oh yeah, that, yeah. I think they have the coolest aesthetic out of any of the Wakandan tribes. Like, Agreed. They're, they're, and they're awesome. They're like dogs, right? Like that's kind of the thing, like dogs and cat. So um, right. he laughing at his joke about not eating them because his kids are vegetarian. <laughs> I think it's hysterical because only he thought it was funny. Right. And that <laughs> comes from him being this big hulking, intimidating guy that would mess you up. All of a sudden he's, Oh, he's got a sense of humor. Oh, wait, he's got some heart. He just, he saved T'Challa. Like that was the moment for me where I was like, I really like this guy. So th- <laughs> this is probably my first time seeing the Winston Duke in anything. I, maybe I've seen him something and didn't realize it. But after going from seeing him as M'Baku to seeing us the year, the next year, and th- and he is just like an absolutely fo- like hilarious dude. If you ever seen us, like he, I love him in that movie. And it's so different from this like literal beast of a man and M'Baku and the character he plays in that movie. It's, it's crazy. He's got incredible range and it's super, super funny. Yeah, I, I've not seen him in anything else, uh, but I, I will have to hearing that. I mean, the movie Us is like most of the cast of, of Black Panther. Like all of the main characters in Us are, are uh, from Black Panther. Yeah, you've got me sold there. Yep. Uh, that's all I had on notes. Did you guys have any any of your own that you wanted to bring up? Any moments, bullet points, etc. Covered a lot of it. All right. Yeah. So same here. We're about to get to the moment the rankings we're, we're going to rank this thing we're going to see where black panther falls on the officially unofficial list here at the geekiverse for the mcu to date rankings um want to mention one more time the show is sponsored by fantastic a division of 26 shirts go to 26 shirts.com pick a shirt or two or three hell fill up your car and, and go do some good um incredible designs whether it's pop culture t-shirts uh, bills mafia you name it we're back in full footballs back in the swing of football season and uh, $8 of every shirt goes to a family in need, a charity in need, or an individual in need. $1.2 million have been raised to date that goes directly to those charities, families, and individuals. Uh, 26shirts.com slash fantastic headed up by our good friend Del Reed, who feel like we kind of have to have on, on the next episode. It's going to be tough to do Infinity War without right. him. We got to try to get him back for Infinity War, if not Endgame or both of them, but yeah, we got to Try to figure that out. Well, we'll have to go big. That's for sure. So, John, do you want to uh, pull up the rankings, catch us up? You tell me. I'm gonna I'm gonna pass it over to you. Yeah, yeah. So I got them up now. Um, so we are. Yeah. So we've we've done 17 of these. Wow. I we can't believe we made it this far. There's so many movies. <laughs> we've done so many of these. Um, so last week we had a new, a new number one. Uh, Thor Ragnarok sits atop of the charts now. It, it passed Captain America: Civil War. Um, so I'll, I'll read off the the full ranking here quickly for the the audio listeners. We've got number one: Thor Ragnarok. Two: Civil War. Three: Spider-Man: Homecoming. Four: Guardians. Two: Five: Guardians. One: Six: The Avengers. Seven: Avengers: Age of Ultron. Eight: Winter Soldier. Nine: Iron Man. Ten: Iron Man. Three: Eleven: Ant Man. 12, Doctor Strange, 13, Iron Man 2, 14, Captain America, the first Avenger, 15, Thor, 16, Thor, Dark World, and number 24, The Incredible Hulk. Technical question, uh, John. Would Incredible Hulk now rank 26? (laughs) You know what? You're getting getting crazy. (laughs) Yes, there there are two new MCU movies, and I have not made a graphic for that, so... Technically, hey, we got time. You're right, you're you're right. <laughs> I got some work to do. We'll get there. Just, I just wanted to bring it up. Okay. okay. I will say this: not for Incredible Hulk, that'll never happen. But with all this new content coming out, it makes me go back and watch movies related to that, like the What If episodes and a couple other things. Yeah, I watched Iron Man three and recently, I, and I want to kind of like rate. I don't know. Just the, the more stuff you, I, not not the specific. I'm just saying. You look back, you're like, wait. Was that intended? You know, it's just a couple of things you look back at. You're like, For sure. oh, okay. Oh, my. <laughs> I, I hear you. I hear you. So, so, you, so you're trying to find... to do some, some lists at the end. Just like a, to, like a retrospective? Say, right, now that we've gotten here, what would your individual list be? John, yeah. I feel like you maybe sent me this a while back. It was like a ranker. Like, basically, it'd say, do you like this movie better than this one? Oh, yeah, yeah. A website. And then you would choose one. And it would basically, like, really sort out what I felt like was a really accurate list for you. Yeah. Because, like... 
I don't I don't know. It, it made it very black and white. We, we should do that. Yeah, I'll find that website. It's yeah, literally you just pick this or that and it keeps asking you until it narrows down with like an algorithm and it shows you your ranking. So yeah, we'll find that. I am also keeping my own list on Letterboxd. If you if you have a Letterboxd, follow me there if you want to sneak peek at my list. But yeah, I'm keeping my own as well for this rewatch. Um Well, shall we? Yeah, where do we start? So man, we're we're all pretty high on this, right? We're all pretty high on this. Um we can start. Anybody have a suggestion? Where, where's a good starting point? Uh, Ahead of Iron well, Man? Start there, work our way up? Uh, I'd be good with that. I, man, am I crazy to say over? I mean, I, you know how much I love Winter Soldier. I think we start above that right away. Okay, because you, 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 you knowing how the two of us feel about that about that movie, <laughs> then sure, yeah, that works. I'm, yeah. good with, I'm good with it. You would have been the hold up there. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, automatic, automatic eight, automatic All right. eight. All right, so we'll we'll start with it uh, in between uh, Winter Soldier and Ultron. So, what do we think? We're we liking this better than Age of Ultron? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's it a yes. hurts, but yeah, yeah, it's a yes all around. I'm, dude, I'm so with you. Every, I'm I'm never gonna stop talking about this. The further I get away from Age of Ultron, the more I love that movie. Like, um, good. Yeah, it's gonna go so it far down. Chipped. It doesn't deserve to be out of the top ten. I'm so sad. I know okay. it's going right. to well, listen. There's two more. There's two more Avengers movies. It's gonna happen eventually. I, I mean, I wanted to though. Makes yeah, me, sad. Okay. me too. It's okay. Um, <laughs> what about the the original Avengers? We think Black Panther's ahead of that. Yes. Yes. Okay. I agree as well. Uh, what about Guardians of the Galaxy? Is Black Panther? Here's where it gets dicey. I need a. I need a minute. Yeah, you can. You, you can got, take your you minute. Guys, you guys chat. John, I think. Where are you at with that? Yes. You think it's better than Guardians of the Galaxy? Yeah. Um, I am going to peter off the path here. This is where I, I would stop it. Uh, and that, and that's kind of where my, my original discussion and my original impressions of the film at the beginning of the episode kind of stem from is because the first thing I did before we recorded this, is I sat down and looked at the ranking and tried to like visualize where I would have this. And it ended up being right above Avengers and below guardians. And that's where like, I just came off the high of watching this movie. I enjoyed every second of it, but then I started to compare it to all these movies ahead of it, and that's why I maybe started on, like, a, a, a you know, a more sour tone than I meant to, just because I'm thinking of how much I love Guardians, Guardians 2, Spider-Man Homecoming, uh, Civil War, and Ragnarok, and I'm like, man, Black Panther's incredible. It, it does such a good job. I just like these other movies better, and that's kind of, that's that's where I lay. I, I don't put it ahead of Guardians. So, so I, think, I think Joe's with me, hopefully. We'll see. But I know he's going to stop at four. Ooh, okay. I know you. That's a that's a prediction right there. Joe, what about Joe? What, okay, five? so just to be clear, we we are at, we're asking if this is better than Guardians one. Yes. Right, right, right. According to our list. According to our list, which is the official list. The official list. Yes. How could I question that? Um, it is. It is going to stay. It's going to stay wow. at six. I, I I thought we'd be in the same boat there. I I, I, didn't, I didn't. I thought about it. I think think about that. I mean, wow! A few years ago, Josiah, I'd be smacking myself to even think. But I, I would have, I debated. I debated. Oh hell no! Hell no! I'm oh, he's snapping it. <laughs> I'm snapping. He's not no. even gonna let me fix the list no. first. I'm still moving no, stuff no. around. Damn the list! You can do what you want. I'm snapping. It's up. You guys are trying Put to kill up. my guardians. Put it up. Do you have any snaps left? Dude? I feel like you snap every other week. Uh, I don't care. <laughs> did you do it? Did you do more than one? No, he just did the one. I think. I think. I, I, I think you guys have both uh, used one. Yes. Yeah, Maybe he one. did two, but one we didn't count. Well, one, one, didn't, one, count. one, one right, we had that yeah. we had the wrong list. We had we had the rankings were messed up. So it right. didn't, and yeah. I won that one, but I'm I'm seven. <laughs> and, and I'm telling you guys right now, I'd be damn shocked if it does not win. I, I, I'm, I'm with you. I I'm think it's you. fifty fifty. It's a good it's a good shot. You you have a good shot here. So yeah, I will so, not be surprised either way. I like there are people who are passionate about the movie Black Panther, like like Winter Soldier. Where, again, not a bad movie. All these are good to a degree. Right. It's just, will it outweigh the popularity, of the Guardians. general popularity of the Guardians of the Galaxy? Yeah. Uh, so if you're new, if you somehow just hopping into this podcast in week 18, uh, the the three of us each have what we call uh, Thanos gauntlet snaps. So we we each have three of them. We can use them anytime we feel like the list is not where it needs to be. So basically, you can take two movies that are touching. And you can snap them to get the bottom one to hop the uh, the the one ahead of it. Now you don't just get it 
by snapping. You, we put a poll up on our Twitter. So twitter.com uh, at the underscore Geekiverse. We're going to put a poll up. It's going to simply say, which is the better movie, Black Panther, Guardians of the Galaxy. If you all agree with John, he gets his wish. And Black Panther could move to five ahead of Guardians. So that will go up as soon as this episode goes up. The poll stays up for three days and see what happens. See what happens, John. It's it's it's, it's a, wisely. Yeah, it's it's, it's going to be close, it and it's a good snap. For good, but it won't. We already know what's going to happen with the rest of them. Right. Ah, it's making me so mad. <laughs> I'm doing it. Yeah, Joe. I was. I had a plan. Hey, you just use this. I thought. <laughs> I thought you were, gonna, I thought you were going together. with me to take it to uh to five, Joe. JT, I'm a and little then, bit surprised. And I was still gonna. That. I knew you. I. Literally, as soon as we got like started this this ranking, I said, "There's no chance in hell he's going to put it above four or at number four. Yeah, so yeah. I was going to snap for that, but now I got to snap for this crap. Here, so here's like, the thing: here we go. <laughs> I I may. Oh man, I may have said in so in a vacuum that this is better than Spider-Man: Homecoming, but I we we've had this issue right where like. Because now we're getting into the weeds a little bit, finally, right, yeah. where we've got some depth on this list, right? Uh, meaning, meaning quantity. So, um, like, we'll see. Like, oh, I think it would be better than that one, but I don't know if I'd get it past this one. And that, pick that's where I'm at. Yeah. yeah, for sure. So, so yeah. I mean, good luck, JT, because you're going to need it. But um, oh, I think I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. It's, it's it's been a while. I got to get this out. Uh, I'm excited to see what happens there. So you've got one snap left after this. John has not used any. Correct. I've used one. Yep. I think I just used the one. Okay. Just catching up here a little bit. Got yeah. it. John, did you snap for Spidey? No. I, didn't snap I, I snapped to try to get Guardians Volume 2 above Spider-Man Homecoming, I believe. Oh, that's what I'm thinking. Okay. I yeah, I didn't, I didn't do any snaps. I don't think so. We can audit later, but I don't I, think so. It doesn't, it, doesn't make, <laughs> it doesn't make a difference. I just thought you did for some reason. John, I'm going to need you to watch uh, all previous 17 episodes. <laughs> you, you, you don't have to watch the, the ones for the Disney Plus series. Just, just what we're doing maybe, here. Maybe I'll just go to our Twitter account and look at the polls that we posted. <laughs> <laughs> it would be a little easier. Do, okay, fine. Fine. <laughs> Uh, all right, so Guardians, or, or not sorry, I'm sorry, not yet. Um, Black Panther is our number six. We we bump it ahead of Avengers. We we think number six is good. Joe and I agree. John does not. Uh, we will see next episode if John can prevail and get Black Panther to hop ahead of Guardians. Gonna be tough. Gonna be tough. Oh, oh my gosh! So excited. I I like it. This is gonna be a tough poll. Yeah. Well, you you heard John. Go to our Twitter, which is twitter.com slash the underscore Geekiverse or at the underscore Geekiverse. Get your vote in because it's probably going to matter. We'll see what happens here. Guardians or Black Panther. Guys, amazing episode here. Really good to be uh, this deep into the MCU. We had Black Panther today, but next week, guys, I can't believe we're here. Oh my God. Here we go. That is a cool looking Blu-ray. This is my favorite deal book, I think, of all the ones that I have. Um, Yeah. I was well out yeah, of the so, steelbook game when it came to when it came to that that movie. I'm so Ugh. like, I, I'm not as high on steelbooks as most people, but like if it's Star Wars or Marvel, I I feel like I gotta get it. So I, I just I guess I just mean even physical stuff. I stop buying physical. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah, for sure. No, I knew what you meant. <sighs> but that's that's good looking. Guys, you gotta tune in to our next episode here on the Geekiverse station, whether that's YouTube.com/slash the Geekiverse, our website, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hopefully we have Del Reed on that episode. Del, we got to figure out a way to get you on there, man. I'm sorry, this is this is too big. I mean, your vote won't count, but it's okay because it may not matter. <laughs> <laughs> so, any any wrapping thoughts? Anything we missed here as we get ready for Infinity War, John? No, I'm just I'm having a good time, man. I, I'm, we're we're in the home stretch, and this is uh, this is just a ton of fun. JT, he's ready. He's just uh, sitting love, down here. Love you guys, but. I'm still mad about it. No, I'm excited, dude. I mean, we just we know what's up next week, I, ladies and gentlemen. Much like much like the Avengers went into Infinity War, fractured the Geekiverse crew, fractured here over this vote. Yeah, I don't uh, know how we'll I'm, next I'm wearing a full Thanos costume next episode, <laughs> holding you to that. Okay, here, here's if something. If you don't like, I'll be really upset. Here's something you can hold me to. I am going to watch this movie twice before we record. I like. I'm, I'm gonna watch, watch it, it tonight. I, yeah, I'm watching. Too. I'm watching it tomorrow, and then I'm watching it the day before, whenever we record. I I've held off for a few months 
because I knew we were getting there. I did watch it during quarantine, like when we were, you know, peak, not allowed to leave the house times, but I haven't watched it in months, and I'm, I'm going all in, man. I'm going all in. I, I have not watched this at all. This is the one that's killing me. I don't know Wait, why I waited. You haven't watched this since... No, well, no, I've, since it's come out, but not since we started this series, oh. which was really in the beginning of the kind of first wave of every, yeah, everything for... that was going on. So, Summer 2020, right? So about a year, yeah. at least a year for you. Easily. Right. Um, and it hurts. I, I'm going to unleash all of that pent-up energy as I watch that. It's going to be a three-hour episode. <laughs> I was going to say, we maybe should consider splitting it into two episodes, much like they did with the third chapter of The Avengers. Uh. <laughs> so, uh, it's going to be a long episode. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. There's no getting around it. But do your homework. Watch the movie. We want to hear your opinions on Black Panther. Next week, we're going to want to hear everything about Infinity War. You know the format of the show, your favorite moment, your favorite uh, non-title character, which I don't even know. Do we pick like five characters each next week? Who, it's who is crazy. the title character in Infinity War? <laughs> I'm going to say... Thanos? Thanos? Or we could also say it's called Avengers, so no Avenger. Just kidding. No. Um, I, I, think, I, think, I think everybody's fair game for that next week. <laughs> I think everybody absolutely is fair game next week. It's going to be awesome. Um, I'm definitely picking Maw. Just kidding. Spoilers. So, um, ladies and gentlemen thank you for joining us for another episode of the mcu reviewed as presented by fantastic we've had a blast we hope you uh, enjoyed the show and you come back for uh the next visit with the um, purple people eater himself mr thanos for john for jt we will see you later i'm josiah thanks again 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 see you later i'm josiah thanks again